Hello and welcome to the Chit Chat in Mancheck on Thin Fried Friday. Joining me today is a man who has enormous job for organizing the Middendorf's Mancheck run. And been with us at Middendorf's, or not been with us, but coming to Middendorf's as long as we own it for the last 10 years since he put the race on every year. And it's race director Chuck George. And welcome him. And I want him to tell us a little bit about the race and how we started. But just to let the people know, we're running it every fall. And the first year Chuck put it on, we had actually, it was a sad story. A week before we had the race, we flooded the first time to Ike. And he invited us to come to the lakefront and we started the race there. Which race did you let us start? We did. We basically put together real quickly a 10 mile and 5K race, the same distance, on the New Orleans lakefront. I don't remember the name of it, but we had tagged it with with, uh, a sort of a temporary mid-endorsed man-shack race. And we had a lot of people show up and uh, very appreciative that we had a race for them. And uh, Horst and Karen and some of the staff showed up, too, and really enjoyed the day. And uh, we kept the thought alive. Yeah, it is. And it's helped us to go to it since what we went through the year of uh, having Mindorf's for one year and then flooded. But since then, um, you know, you've done so many races. You didn't start it 10 years ago. How did he start the whole racing business uh, organization oh that's a long time ago yes did you use uh, the race i used to run and i still do but uh i should be running a lot more than i am currently and training more but uh i was a uh basically a volunteer at some of the races and then one day uh the director of the organization that i was affiliated with back then the new orleans track club asked my wife and i if they would like to be volunteer race directors for an event and, of course, we said yes, and it was an event we had in Audubon Park. And uh, apparently we did a good job. <laughs> so so uh, not long after that, they asked if I would be the volunteer race director of the New Orleans Track Club. And that grew into the executive race director position as the club started getting up to a membership of over 2,000 people. Wow. And uh, I remained the executive race director of the New Orleans Track Club for over 20 years that's a lot and a lot of people don't realize that what it means to put a race on i didn't know it you know I, uh, karen and i my, karen, my wife and i we used to come to your races like the pelican men and stuff like this and you go there and you pay your money and you get your t-shirt and everything and it's such first a wonderful feeling you go out and do something but it's a different a tight-knit family the, all the race races you see them everywhere but i did not know what an effort is to put it together. And now being involved with it, but you putting it on with Karen, uh, seeing it, you know, especially we go over parish lines, so you have to deal with two sheriff's department, the road closures, the ambulances, the water station, the volunteers. I mean, people don't realize it's an enormous uh, thing, and not so many people have the experience like you do. I mean, it, tell it us is. a little bit what it's it a, takes. It's a big task. And, and back to what I was saying is that about, about eight years ago, uh, I decided to go back to my own company, New Orleans Running Systems Road Race Management, and part ways with the club and just handle races with my own staff and my own equipment. And that's when we, did, of course, started the Middendorf race. Uh, particularly nowadays, the factors in production of races has more to do with the amenities and the social activity aspect of the race than the technical details. Uh, the technical details, we've got a good crew. We're very used to it. We want to make sure that the course is accurate, adequate water stations and all that kind of 
necessary items that you must have uh, proper security if you have traffic with the police department uh, have ambulances on course at site but different than maybe 25 years ago post-race food and beverage entertainment type of t-shirts type of awards uh, 25 35 years ago if you looked at the starting line of a run walk event you would for the most part see the same type of person there primarily men primarily white men and primarily all fast no walkers <laughs> and if you take a picture of that you could take a black and white picture and it would come out just what you're seeing but nowadays you see a kaleidoscope of smiles at races the clothing colors are amazing you know what i'm wearing now this ultraviolet it's a coral color shirt was not invented back then you could <laughs> not find that you see the color of the clothing you see also the people all ethnic diversification just gorgeous and another thing that is really I think wonderful in the last maybe predominantly last 10 or 15 years women outnumber men at run walk events now wow uh, generally it's a it's close to 60% female 40% male and that varies slightly depending on the distance of the race and and one would assume if it's a longer distance race it would have more men actually nowadays it has more women wow uh, they want to achieve that unique long-distance goal get that bling that finisher medallion you know since you said this achieving this long-distance goal uh, Karen uh, you know she when we used to start running with you and all the different things first we start running you know 5k's then she did the 10k then Karen wanted to do a, a half marathon she said did that then she did a full marathon and the next crazy thing she wanted to do an Ironman and she did one uh, in, in, in Germany I was her training partner I never forget this one day we had to do a hundred mile bike ride Uh, some people who don't know it, what an Ironman is, you swim 1.8 miles, then you get out of the water, you jump on your bike and go uh, 118 miles, and then you get off your bike and you run a full marathon, what's 26.2 miles. Well, I was the training partner. Sometimes when I worked at Ballaluna till 11, 12 at night, we got up at 4, went to the North Shore, and I had to ha carry four water bottles. Two were for me, two for Karen, and she had three on. So through the whole race of the 100-mile bike ride, she had five water bottles, and I'm two, since I was not in training, I was not allowed <laughs> this much. <laughs> But we went through it, and we watched it. I remember this was in, in Germany when she did this from six in the morning till six in the evening, and this was in arms. And then she stopped cold and started knitting. So that's what I want to say. Amazing. So, yeah, I have my own running experience. But coming here to Middendorf's race, you know, Uh, I'm so proud of first we're putting it on it's very unique and some of you don't know it when we start Chuck starts it in front we created a hill here in Middendorf's and you have to run over twice it's the bridge on 51 it, it looks not steep at all but let me tell you when you run it uh, the last race we had it felt real good starting since we had uh, wind from the back so it was easy to go up but then when you came back you were always at a standstill when you hit the top of the hill it's always good when we do our race announcements we announce that about the bridge at the start and we announce that on the way back you don't have to cross the bridge <laughs> which is 
not true, but it sounds funny. <laughs> and to see what kind of comments we get when people finishing going, what were you saying about the bridge not going to be there? <laughs> of course, that's the only way to get back. Right. But uh, it's challenging, but it's, it's when they're coming down the bridge to the finish line, the smiles, because they're running downhill, that's, that's good. Uh, it, it's good. And, of course, we have medallions to all, all finishers in the race, the 5K, 10K, and the 10-mile. Yeah. Everybody who comes across gets a, a reward. And, um, but also what's a nice thing is we have always this people working here volunteering, but also it's a, like any race. They're all for a good cause. But for a little parish like Tanjibahor, we did a lot of options. We had Tark this time. Uh, Casa. So there's a lot of things that's always nice and these people show up and they'll work it and help us and everything. We picked out a sponsor already and um, it's going to be our daily bread. It's a good thing. It's a food bank in Hammond and it's a wonderful thing. Last year, sorry I'm going back, last year we had close to 700 runners and we raised $20,000 for Children's Advocate Services. So it was wonderful. But there's so many wonderful story. Uh, about the Manchak Middendorf son. And also, when you come across the finish line, you get your thin fried catfish meal, you get all the beverage, and like in any race, you can't forget the beer. I mean, they're. Right. Well, the, the beer's good, but having a catfish dinner afterwards, nobody, nobody does that. It's unique. And of course, who would think it? At Middendorf, what would you expect? Something like that. It'd be, it's wonderful. And uh, of course, November 10th is our date coming up, Saturday. Second weekend in November. It's usually always the second weekend in November, the second full weekend. Tell us about the distance and also this, the distance to have a certain championship and meaning to Louisiana. Yes, uh, we're pretty proud about those th uh, three items. The 10 mile is the Louisiana RRCA state championship and uh, draws from a good distance. Uh, the 10K is a Louisiana Senior Olympics state championship. Uh, that's runners primarily 55 and over, and really good quality runners. The 5K is just a regular 5K, but we tag it with Middendorf's Manchac World Championship. Why not? Well, that's what it is. <laughs> and, 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 of course, you run the 5K, you get to the catfish quicker. Yeah. So, uh, and the 5K has grown to be the larger race, uh, actually, because the event has grown to be more than just a race, and anybody that can run or walk can do a 5k and they can enjoy all the amenities including a custom finisher medallion for even participants and finishers in the 5k yeah and, and chuck comes every year he comes up with some great designs about the medallions or the t-shirts and the colors and everything so it's real nice one thing so 2008 i just want to bring a funny story back how uh chuck and i the, the second year the first year we didn't have the race here the second year a half an hour before we started Somebody in Panchatula hit the power line. We were out of power. And here all the runners come back and we have no electricity to fry the fish. And like, oh my God, what are we going to do? And then so we scramble around. Then the power came on and Chuck announced, well, the power is on. Everybody gets their fish. We forgot it takes a little while to heat up the fryer. So <laughs> it was a very, very exciting event and everything. But we made it through and we prepared for it. And it won't happen anymore. But so now... I can't look forward every year, and I'm excited when also a lot of our employees run it. They always challenge me, and I run it, and my goal is no matter what, uh, I have to finish it and be ahead of most of them. <laughs> you know, we have people from out of state that, that come to make their Metro New Orleans vacation visit around the same weekend of this race. One is they just love the location. They love to go to Middendorf's restaurant. 
And when we include a run walk with it, with a catfish dinner, a beautiful, scenic, exciting course that's unique uh, to most areas uh, that of people that don't live here, uh, that's why they come back every year. Yeah, we do see a lot. We actually see people sometimes driving in to New Orleans on Friday, and they come out here, do the race, eat lunch, and then they go back home to Mississippi. Mm-hmm. But tell me a little bit about a little bit more about you, so people know. I know you did the race, but are you from Louisiana or where you grew? No, I'm originally uh, uh, Air Force uh, dependent. My my father was in the Air Force. I uh, was born in South Dakota, which most people don't. You know, <laughs> when I say that, they go, well, "How'd you ever get there?" Well, it's Air Force base. So I've been around uh, the United States, several Air Force bases. When, when my father retired, he retired in the Mississippi Gulf Coast over at the Keesler Field area. And then uh, as I uh, finished school and uh, had a job over, I was, I'm actually a, a marine construction electrician. I was electrical supervisor on construction of Navy ships. and. Uh, took a job over here at the nuclear power plant in Taft as a electrical, as an electrician over there. And uh, at that point, that's when I started running. And, uh, you know, you'd run a marathon on the weekend and go to work on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> you always were running marathons? Well, I did. I did back then. Wow. Not always, but I, that was a thing where, you know, 26.2 marathon on Saturday, go to work Monday, no big deal. But as I got more involved with it, uh, I decided to do it full-time. And I've been doing it for approximately 35 years. I've directed over 1,000 races to date and uh, enjoy it. Uh, If I retired, I'd do the same thing. Well, a question, so if people want to know, if people ever want to put a race on, like Karen knew you and she got in touch with you, if you have somebody like Jack, they'll pretty much help you organize it and get the whole, it's a... I call one-stop shop. I mean, you need somebody who's the sponsor, and you need the, your skills like you have, right? Or is there Correct. Else That's basically it. We we feel that our our organization, our company, and our staff, and I got a great staff. That's mm-hmm. what makes they make it work. There's people that has been with me uh, in the production level and and as friends through running for over 35 years. Uh, is that we emphasize? Let us handle the race production part. Let and you get the sponsors. We'll have all the volunteers for the most part, but you, this the entity like Mid North needs to be a spokesperson for the community, to speak for the charity that's assigned to the event, to speak for the business and stuff like that. Let us handle the heavy work and do the race and complement the organization that we're working for. Well, since people don't realize it, it's not this easy. I'll just to let you know, if you need, you have to call Chuck. If you want to put a race on or you go to some races and watch it, it's not so easy to put it on. But one, one of my last questions, what was the craziest thing you ever experienced or saw in a race? Uh, there's probably many, but uh, I mean, I've seen been to races, not so much here, but out of town where people were running with no clothes on. And, uh, and in all they call cases, them streakers, right? Not well, not nowadays. Probably <laughs> some of the younger crowd don't remember what that was. But I, I always felt like most of them really would look better with clothes on. Yeah. But uh, uh, I think uh, one time at the this, and this is reported to me, but you know, and I've been told it's true. There was a 
a gentleman running in the Crescent City Classic years ago. And one of the volunteers at the water station worked for a bank. That's a volunteer group. And saw the guy running by and looked at him and said, you know, that's the guy that robbed our bank a couple <laughs> months ago. And remembered the BIP number, wrote the BIP number down, and they researched the database to find out who the person was. And I was told was a, they arrested him. Wow. So, so that's a new So group. anybody who says uh, on a most wanted list or on the records, we should... should uh, we, we don't really look out for that yeah. <laughs> most often, <laughs> really. Uh, but uh, I think, you know, to me, having directed large long-distance races like a Mardi Gras marathon, for instance, I directed that for quite a number of years, the, the 26.2 New Orleans Mardi Gras marathon. Uh, when you're at the finish line and you are the race director and you see people finishing that race very emotional and you know that in most cases they trained and that's the only time they'll ever run a marathon in their entire life and what that means to them and you being there, what that means to you as a race director for making that possible, that has to be one of the highlights of this whole thing. Just to also let people know, I mean, it's so wonderful, but I'm just amazed how he puts it on. And even I just uh, read here, you know, he sets it up where people can register online. You go on uh, uh, nolarunning.com. Nolarunning. Go to nolarunning.com. You can click on the online link. You can download the form. You can read about it. Uh, And that's Saturday, November 10th. Are all your races on NOLA.com in case people want to practice till they come to the World Championship of Manchester? Yes. Then you can go there. Uh, and if, if for some reason there's not an event listed there on our schedule because we can't do one every week, even though people would like us to, uh, we have links to other organizations that have a race perhaps that may fit their schedule. Okay. Any, anything you want to add to our little... Uh you know, we're doing this to let people know a little bit what's going on in Middendorf's and history. Any experience about Middendorf's history since you've been in this area so long? You maybe know more about Middendorf's than I did since you've been in this area longer than I've been. Well, I, I get a lot. Of, I have a lot of relatives, and I tell them if they're traveling anywhere to the metro New Orleans area and they're passing this road, they have to stop here, whether they're hungry or not. <laughs> I said, you've got to experience it because it's, it's so unique. And... Uh, and including that, what you mentioned about is that events I direct on an annual basis, direct or are heavily involved with the production of, that have, that have a say-so, has, has raised on average over $1 million for various charities and nonprofits. And one of the nicer things of that is that the people you are associated with, such as you, Horst, and you, Karen, you, Christy, with Ben Dorfs, you meet people that are very community service-minded. You know, we can do a race, and, and sure, this is Middendorf's restaurant, and it's got publicity. But really, over and above that, what it's doing for community service is far more important. The different charities over the past years that have been rewarded by way of this run-walk, how important that is and how that makes us all proud. And there's, you know, several dozen other races that I do annually that benefit different organizations like Children's Hospital, the uh, Susan G. Komen Breast Cancer Foundation, United Negro College Fund, uh, Save Our Cemeteries, many, many others that I'm involved with, and I'm so proud to be part of what they're doing for the community and proud, of course, of this race here, what you're doing for this community. It's vital. 
Yeah, it is. You know, yes, it's you want to do something for a good cost the money, but also the service for the people who run. It's it's a it's a balance to keep everybody happy. The people you want to give to, and the people who give to you to give to them to make them running, like except the entertainment, the awards, and to make it a fun run and exciting. Right. When we're we're sending out our messages now, of course, it's all online and stuff like that about the event. We're giving them them the details. One thing that I always personally do is. It has my personal cell phone number and my personal email address. Should the participants have any questions before or after the race, I want to know about it. Uh, and things like that. We want to make sure that they're informed completely if they have any suggestions. And I've had some really good suggestions on things that made races better. Yeah. Well, that's our story about Chuck putting on the race. We can't wait to be in our next race. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, you can message us to our Anchor app or email us at chitchatmiddendorfsrestaurant.com. Thank you for joining me today. Good appetit.